The Dark Thread, extract from the Journal of Bram Stoker, Whitby, August 12th, 1890. The shadow from which I thought I had unshackled myself has returned. Whether this horror is real or merely the handiwork of my imagination, I cannot say, nor can I say which of these possibilities disturbs me more. While I cling to the hope that this vision will prove to be no more than a symptom of the fatigue from which I am suffering, I fear I may be on the cusp of losing my reason. Late as it is, sleep will not come, and if it does, I dread that my dreams will be haunted by what I witnessed not half an hour ago. Florence and I arrived in Whitby this late afternoon, weary but in good spirits after our train journey from London. My dear wife has been chastising me for unduly exerting myself in the service of Henry, but though she is correct, as always, there can have been no avoiding it. Although the weather was unseasonably grey and chilly, the sea air had something of the restorative effect it always has on me. We dined in our rooms here at Royal Crescent and talked of our plans for the coming weeks. In my anxiety to precipitate a feeling of relaxation, I overindulged in the wine and port provided, but my efforts had not their intended effect. By the end of our repast, I felt more agitated than ever. Florence retired, and I set out to take the night air, hoping to provoke the narcotic effect of physical exhaustion. The town was asleep, and my only company as I ascended the steps to St Mary's Church was a large stray dog which must have mistaken me for its master. He followed me through the cemetery that sits atop the east cliff before abandoning me to roam like a dark spectre in the fields adjoining the great abbey which stands guard over the town. I then walked some miles along the cliffs to Saltwick Bay in the Black Nab. The moon was swathed in a gauze of cloud, but afforded enough light to guide me. There was nothing but silver and grey, and the slow turning of the sea. I passed not a soul on my hike, and nor would I have expected to, for who but the disturbed would be abroad on the cliffs at such a time? to this special edition of This Writing Life, which marks the publication of These Are Monsters, a collection of modern folktales published by English Heritage. For more information about the book, please visit englishheritage.org.uk Telling Tales. Interviews with three of the authors, Edward Carey, Graham McRae Burnett and Fiona Mosley, will be posted on This Writing Life soon. The music on this episode is Androids Always Escape by Chris Zabriskie. Visit chriszabriskie.com. Thank you.